Welcome back once again. Enjoy. Chapter 16. Old Scars That Never Healed To tell the truth, I was never pleased with Solomon. Never truly enjoyed him being around. I never liked how Tiana and Luna were stuck at my side. Along with Levin, who wanted to fight, Rocco acted like a pet of the family. There were nine demons in total, counting Demetrius. Tiana, Tano, Levin, Luna, Rocco, Solomon, myself, and one other woman. A woman who would call me a brat, who would tell Demetrius to throw me out, but after I walked out, she would want nothing to do with me. Hell, I don't even think she will remember my face. She told me that my past was nothing, that I, myself, was forever alone. She had no heart, no feeling, no way to find me, but yet here I am trying to find her. Just like I had found Demetrius and everyone else. But it's no use because I have already taken her life, didn't I? Chain, we almost there. I looked down at Luna before nodding. I looked up to see a building standing in front of us. The building is made of rock. There are huge doors which are closed and locked in front of us. There are watchtowers above us with beasts and demons who are watching our movement. I sighed and slipped my hand in my front pockets. I felt bored. I stepped close to the door before looking up. Luna stepped close before giggling. Did she know what I would do next? I moved and kicked the wall. The wall cracked as I looked over to Luna. Luna grinned before jumping on top of the building. It was a 40-foot jump, and she did it with ease. I pushed my feet onto the wall before kicking up. I landed next to Luna, on top of the roof. There were about five guards on top. I nodded to Luna. She took off, hopping around, leaving a path of dead beasts and demons. I stepped closer inside. The guards screamed in fear as Luna cut their throats. One fell in front of me and looked up at me. He looked as if he had saw his last day. He has, but not until I get the answers out of him. It's Chain. He knew that he would die. I leaned closer as a gun went off. Luna broke it in half. I watched her for a moment as more guards came up. They didn't stand a chance. Where can I find Solomon? I looked back down at him. I looked back down at him. He looks as if he is looking right at Satan. If I have to find him myself... I'll kill you. There was a harsh laugh. Don't toy with him. You already planned on killing him. Luna shouted I snickled. She was right, of course. Of course I'm going to kill him. His eyes widened as I laughed. Look at him. Wolfless, just like all the others. My grin dropped as I stepped over to him. I moved my hands and reached for him. He is so close to dying, but I sighed and leaned back. Luna stopped right in front of me as I leaned over and looked over to the other side of the building. Luna grabbed onto my back before jumping onto my back. I pushed away from the guard and jumped to the other side of the building. This building is a prison for the unstable and weakest link. Solomon had been brought here by Lithian. He couldn't fight back. After all, Demetrius isn't his true master. Demetrius took Solomon in without renewing a new contract. Solomon's master ended up with Lithian, and Lithian took Solomon as a gift. He had been locked within this building for years. I sighed before looking over the guards who have circled around us. I felt their fear. A few dropped their guns knowing that they will do nothing to me. I grinned as Luna wrapped her arms around me. Leave them, Luna. We only heal for Solomon. She nodded. She wanted to fight, but knew my order was law. Where is Solomon? One guard stepped closer as if he was trying to disarm a bomb. He jolted back, his eyes locked on mine. Bottom floor. Five floors down. He shook as he spoke. I chuckled before moving my arms up. Luna moved, jumping off my back and standing next to me. I rubbed the top of her head before grinning to the guards. Stay here for now, Luna. I'm going to open a pathway. She nodded. Be good now. She nodded as she stepped back, knowing that I will break my way 
all the way through. I moved and looked down. I inhaled slowly before moving my hands back into my pocket. I felt comfortable for a moment before. I pushed off the ground and went flying. The roof caved in as I took off. The wind pushed against my face. I heard the guards running away, hoping that I would show Mulsey. They should know that I'll be taking this whole building and everything within. I looked down and fell. I laughed as I hit the ground. The roof broke and I fell through the next floor. There were jail cells all around me. Some hold werewolves who have turned against their own laws and ended up here. Was this Demetrius's plan? For me to free everyone from here? So they can join us? To stop Lithian? None of that mattered. I hit the ground under me and broke it. I kicked my feet and went flying. I looked over to Luna. She smiled and nodded. I nodded back and she jumped. I reached for her and flicked my arms before breaking the ground. I broke the rest of the floor. Four levels. Luna jumped down. I moved and caught her before sitting her down. She smiled as I kicked some of the rock away. I can hear the shouting from the beasts above, but all I can feel is the heat around us. It felt like the heat from the light that is left on for so long. Luna looked around before touching the floor. Looks like we have time to catch up before we leave. I eyed Luna as she smiled. You think so? I nodded inside. I know so. I grabbed Luna's arm before breaking the floor under us. We fell through and landed. The room is huge. It's all white and there are twenty lights, all aimed at one corner of the room. In the corner of the room sits someone. A person who is wearing all white. Their arms are tied to their back. Their eyes are shut closed. And they look as if they are in pain. I can almost feel their pain from over here. Get the lights. Leave some on, will you? Luna nodded and vanished. I swallowed before stepping closer to the person in the corner. Two of the twenty lights went off. The person still didn't move. They have short black hair, fit body. He is taller than I am, shorter than Demetrius. He pulled his legs closer to his body as two of the lights turned off. I knelt, getting closer to him. The lights turned off fast, leaving four of them on. I reached my hand and touched the person's face. He jumped as I smiled. It's okay, Solomon. I'm here for you. His eyes open. They are empty. He has no eyeballs. His eyes are hollow, but they hold shadows within. He stared at me. I stared into the void of darkness. It's okay. It's over now. Come here. I moved his head to my chest and hugged him. One more light toned off. Shh. It's okay. I patted his head as he breathed in slowly. Solomon, I've come back. He couldn't move. Chain? His voice is weary and broken. Yes, it's me. It's okay. Luna is here as well. Luna? He sounds afraid. This is a dream. Did he have them before? Dreams like this. Was he afraid of falling back into his own darkness? No, it's real. I've come here to get you back and bring you to Demetrius. I was wrong to have ran away. I was scared of losing her, losing everyone. I want to renew our family. Will you come back with us? I moved and he looked up at me. He slowly nodded and looked down at his arms. Take this off of me, Chain. I moved and touched the cloth. It whipped. He moved and grabbed my throat as my eyes slowly closed. I hold Luna behind me. Let him go, Luna shouted as I moved my hand, stopping her. Leave him. If he wants to kill me, then so be it. Solomon pushed his fingers against my neck as I met his hollowed-out eyes. I know where she is. His eyes widen, if that is even a thing. That's a lie. He choked me once again. It's not a lie, but she doesn't seem to remember. Maybe she will remember you. He let go of me as I coughed. You are lying? No, I'm not. I'm here to close the doors to hell which I have opened. Will you come back with me? He looked up before sighing. It's not like I want to stay here within this damn room. I smiled. Good. Let's try to get her memories back. He stood but fell. I caught him. I have done much that you would be proud of. 
Like I've spoken to wolves and humans without killing them off the bat. Luna giggled. Then you shouldn't see what we did up there. Luna giggled as I looked over the hole. She is still covered in blood. Come. She walked over as I touched her arm. Demetrius is waiting for us. She nodded. Solomon, please try to have an open mind when you see it. Try to understand that I am trying to get her memories back before it's too late. I will end up back in my dark corner once again. He watched me before looking down. I will try to understand. I smiled. I'm sorry. I looked up at him. I'm so sorry. He hugged me. It's okay, it's not your fault. Not all of it. I shook my head. You wouldn't be thinking that when you see it. He moved his hand. His hand is still on my shoulder. We vanished. I took Solomon with us. We ended up back at HQ, back within the room where Demetrius was standing before we left. There was a few other people within the room. Jackie is one of them. Jackie stood, seeing that we were both covered in blood. Are you hurt? Jackie rushed over to me. Solomon stood there shaking. He grabbed onto her. She jumped back. Let go of me. Demetrius stood up and shook his head, telling Solomon to stand down. He stepped back before turning back to me, asking for answers. Answers I don't have. Chain, are you okay? Jackie stepped closer. Rocco stepped closer to me. Sorrow filled my eyes, same with Rocco and Solomon. I'm fine. I need to speak to you two in a room. Follow me. Luna, come as well. Solomon, Rocco, and Luna all followed behind me. I led them to another room, down the hallway. Once within the room, Solomon grabbed onto me and shoved my back into the wall. He looked as if he was after blood. What the hell? Explain yourself now, he shouted as I looked down. I told you, she doesn't remember any of us. He looked pissed before falling back and sitting on the ground. How could she not remember us? He cried out as I sighed. When I first met her here at Demon Palm, it shook me just as much as you. I wanted to run up to her and hug her, tell her how sorry I was, but she was different than before. She didn't remember me. I know that a part of her still does, but I made a fist and hit the wall. Lithian will pay for playing with her mind. Rocco looked down, saddened by this all. What if she chose to forget us? I turned and looked at Rocco. I mean, all the pain. It must have been hard to live with that, wouldn't it? I closed my eyes and sighed. I guess you're right. Everyone feels the same. That's why we're fighting. So she will remember. I heard a knock on the door before it opened. It was Jackie. What are you guys speaking about? All looked away. Nothing. It's worthless to lie to her now, Jane. Demetrius is behind her. He stepped in, leaving Tiana and Tano all behind him as well. She needs to know the truth behind this all. I looked down. Pain found its way to my eyes. Truth behind what? Jackie asked. She stepped close to me. What truth? Solomon closed the door as she jumped. Jackie. I shook my head. That's not even your real name. I looked up at her. She met my eyes. What has gotten into you guys? I sighed. I should call you by your real name. The one we all know. I stepped close to her. Her eyes widened. She stepped back. Was she scared of me now? What's going on here? She stepped back. What are you going on about? Why me? What about me? I looked down. Please forgive me. Please believe me. Believe me like I have believed you. I met her eyes and her eyes widened. She slowly nodded. Okay. I looked around. Everyone nodded, telling me to go on. You are no human. She almost laughed. This isn't a joke. You are not a human, Jackie. That's not even your real name. It's a fake name that you were given when Lithian took you. That's why I went to her. That's why I joined her. I opened the doors for her. She told me that she would let you go. She did as she promised, but made you believe that you were human and made you forget all of us. There was no way you could remember us, even if you saw us, but I will save you. I will get your memories back, and I will help you. I will stay with you. She moved back before snickering, like it was some bad joke. It's a joke, right? Demetrius and everyone else looked down. It's no joke. Your name is Dexie.
She met my eyes and exhaled slowly. It was a dream, the name I've always wanted. I smiled. Chain, we have to end this now. I nodded and turned back to her. I understand. Rest now, Dexie, until you heal my call. Please heal me this time. I moved and caught her as she fell. I laid her down and stood back up. I will tell everyone else, then take someone's life. My voice dropped. Cool it. Your aura is dark. Why darker than my shadows? You need to calm down. Solomon started as I sighed. It's too late to even stop me. You all should know that by now. I looked into Solomon's hollowed out eyes. He moved back. He is afraid of me. If any of you get in my way, when I am speaking to someone, I will have your head. My voice dropped. The air around me seemed dark. I could be mistaken as Satan. I turned and stepped out of the room and down the hallway. The people within the hallway moved back, seeing me. I can feel the blood on my body drying. I turned. I can see Benton. He waved to me before stopping. He stood up. Chain, are you okay? I eyed him. I'm fine. Where's Lane? He thought for a moment. Never mind. I closed my eyes. Where is Moicus? He stepped back. My eyes followed him. He froze in place as if my past is replaying within his mind. Once again, I'll find him myself. I moved by him and walked down the hallway. My mind is full of Dexie and who she once was and hoping for her memory back. It's hard enough that I have to go through this all again, but I will not be brought down to my knees. I will not cry. I will kill whoever gets in my way, and I will prove to anything that I am still the beast that they once knew. A beast they shouldn't mess with. My hands pushed against the door as I pushed it open. Lane and Marcus are sitting down with Aaron. They all turned to look at me. Aaron moved back fast, half knowing that I'm in no mood for stupidity. He knows that I will kill anyone who gets in my way. Marcus watched in awe. Aaron looked at the door, hoping that he will have enough time to escape. Sit down, dog. He swallowed before sitting back down. Good. I toned. You. I locked my eyes onto Marcus. Yes? How long have you known Jackie? I hated that name. I hated it ever since I first met the new Dexie. He looked down and thought it over. Since high school? I grinned. Aaron's skin crawled. Oh, really? That long? I looked around the room before stepping closer. Aaron moved. I shot him a look, telling him to stay put. It's not that long ago. He tried to laugh it off, but how long could he play this game? How long can he keep the lie going when I know the truth? Not that long ago, I stepped closer and eyed him. That's because Jackie isn't even her real name. He slowly sighed before smiling up to me. Oh? He closed his eyes before smiling warmly. Then what is her name? I reached for him. Dexie, and I'm going to kill you. I wrapped my fingers around his neck and moved him out of the chair. Lane aimed his gun at me. I looked over to him. His hand is shaky. He knows he can't take me out, but he doesn't know the truth behind this all. He doesn't understand who or what Marcus is. Put him down. We agreed on Tom's. You will not harm a human. I grinned before snickering. Was he that blind? Are you stupid? He is no human. My grip tightened on his neck. He coughed in pain. Did you think I was just going to let you live? Knowing you smell like lithium. Humans feel me, but you are no human. So I'll just kill you now. My fingers pressed into his neck. My nails pushed into his neck as he coughed. He grabbed my hand. P -p -put, put me d down. He tried to speak. I leaned closer. A grin danced on my lips. I met his eyes as his nails dug into my skin. Your life is mine. A gun is fired. A bullet hit my head. I turned back to Lane. He had fired his gun, but now he is standing there shaking like there is no tomorrow. He fell and hit the ground. I dropped Moicus and stepped over to Lane. Do you want to die as well, human? His eyes widened. I knelt down to him. Chain, you forgot about me. I felt a sharp pain to my neck. I moved my hand and grabbed Moicus and shoved him into the floor. He coughed as his body jolted in pain. I looked down at him, standing all the way up. I didn't forget about anything. 
I was just waiting to see your true form. He is now in his demon form. My hand is around his neck once again. Looks like I can kill you now, without anyone stopping me. I pushed his neck and he screamed. My eyes locked on Aaron. He jumped back as I chuckled. I pushed away from the ground and moved over to Aaron. I stopped in front of him. What? Aaron is afraid. Wants to kill him? Aaron's eyes widened as I chuckled. It will be easy. Like killing a bug. Wants to see? Aaron shook in his shell. He is terrified. I moved back to Marcus and snapped his arm. His bone ripped out of his skin. He screamed in pain. His blood is on the ground and I looked over to Aaron. The door opened and Demetrius and the others walked in. A few others were behind them. There were three humans who woke you. They grabbed their mouths as Demetrius moved back. Rocco and Levin backed up as well. Did they not know I would kill Marcus? The person who played part in Dexie's memory loss? Dear God, Demetrius started as I chuckled. What's going on here? Abby broke open the door and threw up as Marcus screamed in pain. Can she not handle seeing a bone out of skin? Or seeing a demon like Marcus? I'm just having some fun. Marcus tried to move his hand. He was crying now. I reached down and pulled him up. His blood ran down his broken arm. He moaned in pain. Now go tell Lithian that I'm alive. That I'm coming for blood. Then I'm going to finish you off. His eyes widened as I threw him across the room. He vanished even before he hit the ground. I grabbed my face and laughed like a madman. There was blood all over the ground and table. Some is even on Aaron and Lane. I laughed before dropping an arm and looking around. My eyes slowly closed. I can't feel the bullet that Lane shot me with. I can't feel the pain from Micah's hitting me. I can only feel the pain in my stomach from laughing. I then felt a hand on my shoulder. My laughter died as I looked at Demetrius. He looked serious. I dropped my arms to my side and sighed. I met his eyes. He looked down before sighing. Was he disappointed with me and my actions? Chain, I'm sorry for this. He moved his hand and punched me hard in the face. I fell and hit the ground. My body jolted. You've made me do this. I coughed. I can't move my arms or any part of my body. What has he done? Why now? What just happened here? Lane questions I coughed. Solomon and Levin pulled me to my feet before moving and sitting me on a couch by the door. I locked my eyes on Demetrius. He sighed before shaking his head. He turned to Levin. I'll explain it to you all. He shook his head as I tried to move. You know you can't move when you are like that, Shane. He shouldn't have this power over me, so why? He was so broken a few days ago. Did he get all the power back? How? What did you just do to him? Lane stepped close as Demetrius looked back at me. He looked disappointed. The door opened and Benton ran in. He was late to the party. He looked out of breath. He looked around then over to me. I have done this to him because he had gotten ahead of himself. I believe that Chain has told someone once before, but I'll tell you now. He turned back to Lane. He paused as I tried to move. Doing so only haunt me in the end. A demon that disobeys their master will turn into a lost demon. A demon that has lost track of themselves and will turn into a black blood. Chain here cannot do that until he does something to overpower the highest demon or devil, which is Satan. Chain isn't a demon, he is a half, so he can get pushed and use his body until it overflows with power, and then he takes the same power and can use it up within an hour or so. If he does that, he will fall and crash in the ground. He has overthrown me already, but I can still put him in this state. Lane is now watching me. Solomon sat down next to me inside. Is Marcus a demon? Demetrius paused at that question. Yes, he is one. One of Lithian's demons. We didn't get rolled until Chain stated that he was going to take someone's life. Demetrius looked down as Tiana and Luna walked out of the room. Chain was going to kill him, but as you can see, he let him live. What are you going to explain? Lane dared to ask. Demetrius shook his head. I'm getting to that point, but first, I need to tell you who Dexie is and why she is here. Lane looked around. Who is Dexie? Ben questions door open behind him. Tiana and Luna walked in with Jackie or, well... Dexie. 
She is still sleeping. You may know her as Jackie, but her real name is Dexie. She is one of my demons. One that has been with me for years. One year before Chain left, Dexie was taken by Lithian, and Chain went after her. How I see it, Lithian had asked Chain to open the doors to Hell and the human wood, and in return, she will release Dexie. Chain listened to her, and she did let her go, but she made Dexie heal forget everything, and made her believe she was human. That's why Marcus is in the picture. But Jackie, oh well, Dexie was one of us for so long, Lane started. Twenty-six years, Demetrius started before looking around. That's how long it was when I last saw Chain and Dexie together. Dexie joined you six years after the doors. Chain opened them thirteen years ago. Lane stepped back, then thought it over. Wait, what? Then why did we find Chain at the house all those years ago? Lane looked up as he spoke. Was it so hard to think it all out? Demetrius turned and looked at me. He looked as if he was replaying, losing me all over again. He tried to take Lithian on himself, but he failed. She beat him for seven years after letting Dexie go, which caused pain that he couldn't handle. She had broken him and shattered his chain before throwing him away, knowing that that would kill him. But he didn't die. You found him, and if I'm not mistaken, you took him in. Chain then saw Dexie who went by Jackie, but couldn't say anything to her. He knew she didn't remember him. She didn't even know who she was. That's why he was staying this long. He stayed for her. You are stating that I don't even know my own team. That I didn't even know they were demons. Lane shouted. I locked my eyes on him. He jumped back. He knew I couldn't move, but I still scaled him. Hell, he didn't even know Moikas was a demon. How could he not know about Dexie or anyone? What I'm saying is that your team or well Dexie didn't even know who or what she was. Lithian wiped her memories and made new ones. When I first saw her in the car, I knew why Chain didn't find me. He couldn't bring himself to even say sorry, or even start to explain to me that Dexie was no longer living her life like she once was. Chain had killed her and other worlds. I closed my eyes and tried to move. Killed her, Benton shouted. I didn't want to listen. Yes, and other worlds. He took her life away from her. She is still alive, but he has stripped Dexie of her demon life, all because of Lithian. I tried to yell, but my body isn't listening to me. Demetrius has a tight grasp around my body, and I can't get free. It feels like I'm frozen in place. Demetrius could tell that I was trying to move. Why would Chain go that far for her? Solomon laughed. It was a bitter laugh, which made Lane step back. Are you blind or something? Solomon locked his eyes on Lane. Lane looked scared to even look into his eyes, or eye holes. Anyone can tell you the reason hell a blind person can tell you. Rocco chuckled at that before stepping over to Lane. I'm Rocco. Lane slowly nodded as Rocco smiled. I'll try to explain it the best way I can. Let me think of the best words to start with. Rocco thought for a moment. Chain here is in love with Dexie. Lane looked surprised that Rocco was treating him like a child. Rocco is older than Lane, though. Don't treat me like I'm stupid, Lane shouted as Rocco sighed. But then again, they don't love each other at all. Rocco moved back before looking over to me. What? Lane could never understand. Rocco turned and looked at Dexie. Dexie is heartless. She would never love anyone or fall in love. She is a monster when she is angry, and is always in the mood to kill. What he's trying to say is that Dexie isn't human or has any emotions, unlike Chainio, Dimitri stated. It's like a coin. Chain has to flip. He can either get toned down or Dexie wouldn't talk to him and leave. Solomon moved his arms as he spoke. But Dexie still has something with Chain, even if she's never stated it. She doesn't want Chain to feel the same pain that she feels. Demetrius stated as Rocco's eyes widened. Now that I think about it, I'm sorry for what I had said before about the pain. Rocco started as I looked down. Each one of us has felt the pain. When she left, when Solomon was taken, when you left, 
when we fell sorrow, when everyone went their own way, it all halts. But we were a family, one that could do nothing as you left. We watched as you went, and we couldn't stop you. We had no way to call you back. You overthrew Demetrius and then walked off like it was nothing. I believe if we had a choice to forget the pain and heartache, we would choose to remember and remain the same family we are now. I smiled or tried to. So what you're saying is that Jackie, I mean Dexie here, has chosen to forget? Main questioner, you watched us. No, what Rocco here is stating is that she was forced to forget us. And I can bet the chain here already knew that from the start. I looked up at Demetrius. He sighed. All of my people are family. We will die for each other and we will stand our ground. We will fight for our land even if we know we can't beat our enemy. Even if it kills us. I grinned. Now, Chain, don't go and get ahead of yourself. You are still going to stay like this until we get to war. I cop. What a bitter old man he is being. Taking away all my fun. Lane, can your men and people here set up for a battle? Lane looked void before looking over to Abby. She thought for a long moment. Wait, what? She stepped closer to Demetrius. He slowly smiled and looked back to her before looking over to me and nodding. Because we have started a war. I thought we were going to stop one from happening. Abby shouted as Demetrius chuckled. He sounded as if he was having fun. Are you kidding? You asked demons to help you. You got just that already. You can't stop us from starting this war. You may be just humans, and we may just be demons and monsters, but we can start one hell of a war. And if we say no, Abby crossed her arms. I grinned and coughed. I want to laugh, but it all halts. Chain is thinking the same thing. Demetrius smiled as he looked over me before looking back to Abby. You'll end up just like Robin. Like Robin? Benton stepped closer. He sent him to hell and made him feel chain. Just by saying one thing to him, Tiana started as Benton looked away. He knew the pain. What? Aaron questioned as Demetrius rubbed his face. Was he getting bored with explaining himself? You know what chain can do, don't you? Aaron slowly nodded. Of course I do. Everyone who once was in hell knows or should know what chain can do. You should never cross his path. You shouldn't even meet his eyes or say anything to him. You might just stay alive long enough to be in his grace. Now that you understand that we are higher than you, you should also understand that I am now giving the orders and your men will listen to me. Demetrius stood tall as Abby moved back. I am now the head of this building and the pulse and pulling the strings. Do you understand that? She nodded. Good. Tiana, Luna, go tell Bluebold and the rest of the wolves about this. They nodded before vanishing. Levin, Rocco, get the place under lockdown. Let no other demon within the building. They both vanish. Demetrius turned lane. I want you to get your gunpowder or manpower and make a circle around this whole building and call to everyone. Do you understand? He nodded. Ben, Abby, you will go and help them. Same with the other three. He was speaking of the people who had ran in. They all ran out of the room, leaving us here. Demetrius eyed me before sighing, taking the seat next to me. Tano stepped closer. Solomon is still on the other side of me. Aaron is shaking in his chair still, and Dexy is lying on the ground, almost lifeless. I sighed. What do you want me to do, Demetrius? Tano spoke. Demetrius looked up to him before smiling warmly. Can you take Aaron here back to his wolves? Tano nodded before stepping over to Aaron, who jolted by Tano's touch. Everything will be okay. I will not harm you. They then both vanished as Solomon patted his lap and stood. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to tell me. I'm the only one that can go around and see things in my demon form. Take care of Chain for me when I'm gone. Solomon grinned as Demetrius nodded. I'll be sure to take good care of him. I tried to roll my eyes, knowing that Demetrius's worlds were a joke. Solomon then changed into nothing but a shadow. He can hide within plain sight. He is darkness himself. He can't stand the light. It's his personal hell. That's why Lithian locked him within the room, with all those lights. Solomon looked down at me, his hollowed-out eye sockets locked onto me. He smiled. Solomon never had eyes in the beginning. 
All shadow demons don't have eyes. They are not blind. Demetrius nodded to Solomon before looking down and sighing. Solomon then vanished as Demetrius pushed himself up and grabbed something from the boy in front of the room. He then turned back to me before grabbing two glasses. You know, I couldn't have gotten this far without you. I rolled my eyes as he poured himself a glass. I watched him as he walked closer. He moved the other glass to me. I looked down, not able to move my arms. Yes, I know. He reached over and touched my right arm. I moved my arm and took a glass from him before taking a drink. It is whiskey, Demetrius' favorite drink that all of us now drink. It's nice to just sit and have a drink, isn't it, Jane? I smiled and moved the glass back to him for another cup. Yes, but I still can't move all my body. He filled the glass as I moved it back to my lips. Do you only want to drink? Yes, I know. I want to have a chat with you, Jane. A chat? About what? I moved the glass and sat it on my lap. You know we have to talk about what happened and how you left me. I knew this would happen. I was trying to run away, but now he has me where he wants me, and I can no longer vanish or run away for an hour or so. Then we will be needing far more whiskey. He chuckled before grabbing the whole bottle and sitting back down. Way ahead of you, Chain. He poured more whiskey into my glass than his. I moved the glass up and drank it all. Then let's start talking. I don't have all day to sit and chat with you, Demetrius. You know you have all the time in the world, and having a small chat with me doesn't take all day or year. It might just take an hour or so. He smiled and finished his class. So, Chain, let's have a nice little chat. I didn't like his tone. How is this nice? I can't even run away. He leaned over before grinning. You shouldn't be able to run away. Not from me, not from our family. I didn't enjoy his words. If you do, I'll kill you. I knew he was being serious. Yes, he joked about killing us all the time and rarely meant it, but this time, he meant it and would hold me by my neck and tell me how he is everything and I am nothing. I looked down and sighed, trying to stay calm. I guess we're on the same page now. I looked up to him before smiling. What took you so long, old man? He chuckled. He's back to his old self. Something I longed for. What can I say? I'm a slow leader. I turned my head. I forced myself to move, which hurt. So this chat. He looked down and gripped his glass with both hands. He inhaled slowly before closing his eyes. I know you feel like you had to come back to me or find me. I know you feel like you had to come back to me or find me. You knew that I would be hurt, but you came back. You wanted to make things right, but you didn't know my feelings, my thoughts. You didn't think of anyone but yourself. You wanted to be selfish. You ran back, back into our lives like it was nothing. He paused, his eyes locked onto the whiskey bottle. But then again, you were always like that, won't you? There was a small smile on his face. He lifted his glass before taking a small drink. He looked as if he was thinking. So that's what you wanted to say? Just that? I knew it wasn't. Don't get ahead of yourself. You know that I'm going to enjoy this drink and this chat with you. Sounds like a father talking to his son about getting a girlfriend for the first time. Or like how you're giving him the sex talk. No, this is far more serious and far too important than a woman you can just screw around with for a few months before knowing you don't love her. His tone is bitter as if he had gone through that already. Ouch. I chuckled a bit. It's important to me that you know this. I looked over to him. Only my whole body is weighing down. Chain, you are still family. I've always thought of you like a son. I felt my body go cold as he spoke. I didn't know how to take his waltz. Seeing you in the alleyway was hard to bail or even see. I never had to go through so much pain and from the same woman who gave birth to me. Once I knew I went after blood, my eyes widened. I had no clue that he had went after my mother, but why? I found her kneeling at her bed, crying, saying how sorry she was. Then she stood up and grabbed a glass and poured some whiskey, but for two. For two? Was my father still there? No, he ran off, leaving the house after what had happened. 
Demetrius nodded before looking down at the whiskey in his glass. One for herself, and one for me. I am now confused. She knew I was there. I walked over to her as she pulled out one of the thrown-over chairs. The place was thrown around, and there were small pools of blood. Your mother told me that she had killed her children. She told me that she beat her last son before he ran off. I couldn't say anything. I knew I was there to kill her, but as I took the drink, all I could do was laugh like a madman. The drink she had given me was poisoned. I told her that her tricks would work against me, and she had no idea. He moved his free arm around before chuckling a bit. He looked over at me before smiling. You're one sharp kid, taking the poison and pointing it into a bottle. I looked down and grinned. It felt amazing to know that someone found out, finally knew that I had tried to kill my own mother and had gotten close. My grin fell as I looked over to him. What happened? I needed to know what happened to her because the same drug she gave my siblings needed to kill her. She threw the glass at me. I just took another drink out of the poisoned whiskey and she started shouting at me and calling me the devil, but little did she know. I had found out that she had hurt all three children, and for no reason, other than to take her pain out on them and not the person who hurt her. I smiled before taking the drink out of my glass. She then was taken over by pain. She grabbed her chest and locked her eyes on me, asking for help. All I did was stand over her as she fell over and started coughing. He took another drink. There was so much death within the room. How could one person breathe in there? He shook his head. Anyways, I told your mother that she would rot in hell, but I never let death take her. She called me a monster and I simply showed her what she needed to see. I wanted her to die. Do you want to know what her last words were? He looked over me before smiling softly. Damn you, Chain, for overpowering me. My eyes widened. I moved my head or tried. She was a woman of many things, never one to really mean anything. She told us repeatedly that we were her children, but not. She tried to kill me. She had one hell of an arm a sharp tongue, evil eyes, a form of a woman, but one that could kill at any moment if she needed. My mother was one of many women who I looked up, eye to eye. She never knew I was poisoning her, even more so than herself. She never knew I had known. I knew from the start that she was killing us all off. Hell, how could I not know? I tried to tell everyone the church didn't listen. They were on her side. Everyone else was. I paused before closing my eyes. I watched Johnny die in front of me, my sister after him. I knew that if I didn't take the time to slip the drugs into the whiskey, then I never would. So when she was drowning Olive, I took the drugs and outsmarted my own mother and poured all of it, the whole damn bottle into a whiskey. I didn't understand the feeling in my chest. It hurt, but it felt amazing. It took four damn years to kill that monster. I felt the tears coming, and I couldn't stop them. Four damn years. But I did it. I killed her. I won. I felt the tears run off my face. I won. Demetrius placed his hand on my shoulder. I looked over to him. His eyes hold sorrow and worry. You did win. But it wasn't something anyone would want to win. He was right and I knew it. But why not? So this is all you wanted to speak about? I was hoping. I looked down, hoping my tears would stop. Are you kidding? I finally hit the soft spot and you want to stop. I looked down at my glass. There was a bit of whiskey left. There were more memories that we could speak about. Like the day we almost scared that woman to death when we had gotten thrown out of the plane. Or the other time we were walking to a bar and they tried to kick me out because I was a child when I'm not. The other time when you made me drive through hell and we ran into a demon named Anna. You almost fell in love with her. He smiled before shaking his head. So why touch on my past? I don't even know your past. His smile dropped fast as I spoke those words. He looked over to me. He looked different now. Something I didn't want to take part in. It's a dark time. He grabbed the whiskey bottle. I was thinking he was going to pour it right into his mouth. He did just that. 
He took a strong drink before sighing. Darker than your past, my boy. I have never shared it with anyone, not even Dexy, the person I trust the most. But I will share it with you, Jane. Why me? He sighed. I can smell the whiskey on his breath. Because I trust you far more than myself. And you're the only one that can truly understand and feel what I felt once before. I followed, but not fully. So are you going to show me? He smiled before sighing, dropping his small smile. He looked over to me. Of course, you will watch it like one of your most hated shows, and you will remember it like one of your best memories. I nodded. Then let's go see it. I grinned before closing my eyes. Bring the whiskey with you, though. He chuckled before everything went black, and I was pulled. End of chapter 16. Thank you for listening. This is a walk of fiction, with made-up characters and lands. This is an original walk. See you again.